1: For listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. On this podcast, we chat about books, the writing process, and how literature has the power to change the world. I'm your host, Danny V. And today I welcome Dan Watts, Managing Director of Thames and Hudson and Chair of the Arbia Committee. Welcome, Dan.
0: Thanks, Danny, very much for having me. Great to be here. It's
1: lovely to speak to another Dan. Um, <laughs> to start us off, what is your role? What is your role at Arbia?
0: Oh, the obvious Well, as the chair of the committee, I suppose I I chair the regular meetings and the the, the planning and the organisation of the event. And we've got quite a big group of people who volunteer from um, all sort of corners of um, the publishing industry in Australia to fulfil different roles, whether it be marketing or coordinating the talent on the night or managing the judging. Um, you know, arranging the advertising and the sponsorship, uh, and we pull it all together. We work very closely with the um, Australian Publishers Association, uh, who are really active. And I guess my role is to um, you know be the representative um, for the for the RBS at the Trade Publishers Committee mm-hmm. uh, at the Australian Publishers Association. So all of the, the members. Um, the, pub, the big publishers across Australia have an interest in making sure the awards work well, so I kind of report back between the operations um, and the uh, and, and you know the overall uh, strategy and direction for the for the event.
1: Fantastic! Now some exciting news emerged today. Kate Blanchett will be presenting the Book of the Year Award at the Arbia Awards. Tell us about this. It's pretty exciting. Yeah.
0: The Kate's out of the bag. Someone said, to me <laughs> a, bit "A bit of a chuckle." I she think that is. Is, that little bit of news leaked um, slightly prematurely. Oh, um, did it? <laughs> yeah, caused, caused a little bit of a kerfuffle this morning. But it's all good. Um, it's all it's all great. Yeah, so Kate, uh, Kate will be um, there at the virtual event, and I'll probably come to explaining how it all works to you a bit later. But she'll be there to present the uh, the book of the year award. So Kate's a you know a real supporter of the arts uh, generally, and I think publishing falls into that. So yeah, we're thrilled to have such a big name.
1: Fantastic. Well, while we're talking about it? what events have we got lined up? You've got the virtual plus you've got the face-to-face event this year, right? Um, w- uh,
0: yes, well, yeah, I mean historically, I guess I could say this is always a this is always a fairly sort of formal um, uh, dress dinner event. Um, with, you know, maybe 400 or so tended to be sort of executives from the publishing industry uh, for this sort of night of nights. But last year, of course, the pandemic threw everything off of course, and we had to really pivot to a a digital event. Uh, And we did this, um, uh, you know, YouTube broadcast, which uh, really was a bit of a light bulb moment, because it took off and it exceeded all of our Expectations. I think there were some 15,000 unique uh, viewers watched, wow. watched the broadcast. That's compared huge. That's great, yeah, compared to 400 industry <laughs> executives sitting in a room patting each other on the back. So it really uh, really took on a whole new dimension. So this year we wanted to hang on to that. We wanted to really, you know, make it accessible for everybody across the country. You know, travel is not so easy at the moment. I think that's yeah. a factor. Um, but there was also a really strong feeling that we wanted to have uh, physical get together, an in-person event. Um, the networking that comes out of it is really important. Um, and as an industry, it really is the one night of the year where um, we all sort of get together and we, um, you know, we put aside all our, our work and just uh, enjoy and, and celebrate uh, the achievements of the of the industry. So yeah, a few changes. Um, we will uh, we will um, do a broadcast component. It moves out of a sort of restaurant setting into a or a dinner setting into a, into a theatre
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, with a, with a, a kind of an after party, which will involve a few a few more speeches and hopefully some music and a bit of bit of dancing as well. But also, we've partnered up with the the Sydney Writers Festival, so it'll be on at the Carriage Works uh, venue, the, which is where the Sydney Writers Festival events are being taking place. Uh, and we're opening um, up the physical event to to the general public as well. So I think there's capacity in the theatre for nearly a thousand people wow uh, so it'll be people from the industry and it'll be people from outside the industry are just interested in um in in the, the book awards
1: mm, that sounds wonderful and i like the only thing i think i like when the pandemic is it has forced us to be a little more creative hasn't it and then that's happened with you who knew that you had fifteen thousand people wanting to watch the broadcast
0: it was pretty good we were <laughs> really pleased about that there that's were even sort of those zoom parties going on i know some of the publishers organized this sort of a a group zooming session we were in melbourne at that time because of deep deep lockdown at that Mm. stage my whole company all got together on zoom and we managed to stream the broadcast and we were all messaging each other and Having a little sort of cheeky champagne at the same time was was a lot of fun.
1: (laughs) Well, you need human contact. And I think now that, you know, we've gotten back, I won't say normal, but gotten back to some, you know, events where people can meet up face to face, you really miss it because I think we just crave that kind of, you know, Zoom's been great in the interim, but there's nothing like being in a room full of people. Socially distance, of course, Dan.
0: Oh, uh, socially distance, <laughs> but we're all sort of knocking on wood that you know things look pretty good just at the moment. With the with the awards only a few weeks away now, yeah, um, we're just really, really feeling more and more confident and hopeful that you know it'll all go ahead according to plan, and we'll all get together in person. I, I understand in Sydney they've lifted a lot of the restrictions now, so yeah. we're we're actually allowed to fill that theatre. We don't have to uh, have the same uh, social distancing regulations that were there previously. Uh, we're allowed to have a stand-up party afterwards. Previously, it had to be seat, seated only for for consumption of drinks and food, but now we can stand and, and mingle. So you know, fingers crossed. Things things are looking pretty good for this year. Yeah, well,
1: fingers crossed. Now, what I love about the RBA is they showcase the collaborative efforts of publishers and editors and illustrators, marketers, designers, authors, everyone who brings you these amazing books to Australia and abroad. Is this why the RBA are such a unique Event.
0: Uh, I think that's that's part of it. Um, certainly, there are lots of um, book-related awards that go on throughout Australia throughout the year. But I, I find that most of them are, you know, really celebrating the, uh, um, you know, the the actual writing, the art of the the art of writing, the literary achievements. Whereas this really is a is, is an industry-wide award. So the, the quality of the the book and the writing is certainly part of it, but so is the design, the, pub, the publication, uh, you, the, the marketing campaign, um, the, the sales and the commercial success of the book. Um, it's not just the authors, but it's the, also, it's the collaboration between the author, the publisher, the bookseller, and everybody really involved in the, in the supply chain, um, you know, celebrating some of our really great, great Australian achievements. So yeah, I think that, um, that sets it apart um and um it's there's some you you know there's some unique um awards within the, the the context of the overall event for example we um we have a, a an award for rising star so that's a it's an award which is given to a newcomer in the in the publishing industry the publishing business who's made some significant contribution or um or, or achievement in some way and that this is a Designed to um, give encouragement for, for you know bright people who are maybe thinking about publishing to 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 look to others to see what uh, kind of career they might have or kind of success they might have in the in the publishing industry and I think that's been been very very successful and I, I know there's been a lot of entries in that category this year from across the landscape. Um, you know we, we celebrate celebrate um, lifetime achievement um, award as well at the, at the kind of other end of that that spectrum. So there's a, an award called the Lloyd O'Neill Award which celebrates um, you know, long term um, contributions to the industry. There's a special award called the Pixie Harris Award that celebrates um, contributions in children's uh, literature specifically. We, we also give an award to the publisher of the year, the small publisher of the year, um, the bookshop of the year, and even the, you know, the book, the, the national book retailer of the year. So we, we, it's not just books, it's, it is, um, it's right across the industry, as you said, so I suppose that is what makes
1: it unique yeah and I love that because if you know a lot of people probably don't know about the amount of people and the amount of work that go into creating this amazing book I mean that's the magic of the book right you pick up this beautiful book from wherever you buy your books from and it's beautiful and it's perfect it makes you feel things and you know I don't think you appreciate all those things behind it so I like that I like celebrating everything that's what I say Dan I say if in doubt just celebrate everything I mean why not
0: we've just come off one of the Strongest years the industry's had in a long, long time. It seemed that lockdown actually um, drove, drove people to reading a lot more than, than what they were previously. And, and uh, a lot of publishing companies had a really, really strong year. And it's print paper books that yeah. people are buying. You know, it's not that's not we're not losing out to Netflix subscriptions or whatever it is. There's still a really, really vibrant uh, demand out there.
1: Yeah. And it's so good. And honestly, there's nothing better than holding a book in your hands. I have a Kindle, you know, if I go traveling, which that hasn't been a while now, but you're on a plane that's easier to take because, you know, you don't have to carry lots of books. But there's nothing like just opening and feeling and smelling a book. There's nothing like it. I agree. You're
0: preaching to the converted. <laughs> preaching
1: to the converted. <laughs> now, the long list has been announced and this involved, I believe, a group of more than 250 publishers, booksellers, agents, media and industry representatives, selecting and voting for books published in 2020 across 12 categories. This must be a huge undertaking. Can you sort of break down this process for me?
0: Sure. Happy to. Yeah, it is a bit of a process. Um, it works really well. And there is sort of... Uh, a few kind of rounds to it so the first thing we do is we call for submissions across all of those those categories that you just summarized um and all of the entries are collated together in a in a an online um platform it's a it's a software package called award force it actually manages all of the the back end and the voting process um and we uh we we actually invite uh close to 400 industry professionals by that i mean you have to have to qualify as as a as a um an Academy member, we, we call it, to qualify as an Academy member, you have to have had at least five years experience in the publishing industry. So these are people from uh, the book selling community, uh, from uh, the, the publishing community, from um, di- different aspects of the industry, all kind of walks of life, all ages. Uh, you know, It's a very sort of disparate and diverse uh, group. And they cast the first round of votes. So everybody is given six votes for each um, award category. Uh, and I've participated in, the, in this, uh, this process in the past. It's a lot of fun, it's very visual, it's on, on, online and you can read all about the books and read the submission um, entry comments from the publisher and so on you make your sort of preliminary decision. So that then is how we, we derive the long list. So um, the, the, the long list comes out of that. Then, uh, then it goes to um, the, the judging, uh, judging process and we actually have two separate uh, judging panels. Uh, one is a, a group of professionals, uh, around six people who are judging the industry-related awards and another group who are judging the, the book awards. So they assess the uh, those long-listed titles that were voted in from the academy. Um, and, and from the long list, then they derive a, a short list. And it's a short list, I think, you know, is being announced on this, this coming Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to what that entails. And then the, the final step is the... Um, the, the judges have a big meeting takes takes really the best part of the day and we're able to do it on zoom now which is pretty good so we get a bit more rep- representation across the country amongst those judges and and they sit around and then d- they discuss um, the the shortlisted titles and the and the individual scores that they've each sort of previously nominated to the shortlist titles and they ultimately come up with a come up with a decision so the process goes on in tandem for for uh, the industry awards and and then the, the book awards at the same time um, and uh, and then it's all kind of announced on the on the night. Wow, That's
1: sounds like works. a rigorous process. I love it.
0: It was sort of democratic, I suppose. Yeah, it's uh, um, you know got so many so many people having a say. It's not mm. just a very select group of uh, you know maybe literati who who maybe have a, a, a very specific taste or something that they're looking looking for. This is really kind of representative of the industry, and we think it's a pretty good a pretty good method.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And I was really excited to see so many friends of the pod on the long list who have been on the on the podcast, you know, Jay Kristoff and Jessica Townsend, Jeremy Lachlan, Maxine Beniva clark Trent Dalton, Dervla McTinnan. I could go on, Sophie Laguna, Meg Mason, Andrew Pippos. so many people. So that was exciting. But which books were you excited to see on the long list?
0: Well, I'm very impressed by that list you just reeled off to me, Danny. You've, you've, really, you've done a lot of work yourself. Um, yeah, I look, I think it's a, it's a great, great list of books. I get pretty excited um, as a as a publisher, as a competitor to a lot of these titles. I look at them and kind of with a little bit of envy sometimes, and think, oh, "I wish we had done that, or those guys did a great cover for that book, or oh, damn it, oh, we're never going to win against that title." You know, these are the <laughs> sorts of reactions that I. But <laughs> well, Thames and Hudson have, uh, we've got one book on the, on the list, you see on the long list, it's David McAllister's um, memoir, Saw. Mm-hmm. He's the director of the Australian Ballet, he's had a fascinating life in, in dance. So obviously, I have a vested interest in hoping that David's book does well. Mm-hmm. Um, but personally, um, I've got to, I think the nonfiction category caught my eye this year. I think there's a really strong lineup of Australian books there. Uh, Julia Baird's phosphorescence I know has yeah. being really big on the bestseller lists I think that could could have a strong chance um, Richard Feidler's The Golden Maze looks good Helen Garner is on the list this year, one day I'll remember this um, Julia Gillard and Ngozi Onkojo-Iwelea I hope I got the pronunciation right um, their, their book on women and leadership will mm-hmm. be a strong, uh, a strong contender as well
1: yeah there's a lot of great books in there and great authors. you're absolutely right. So April 12th the shortlist will be announced next
0: week. with the committee uh this morning about those announcements so the the book shortlist mm-hmm. uh, will be announced on April the, the 12th mm-hmm. and the uh, the industry awards um, shortlist will be announced on the on the 19th the week after. We wanted to sort of separate those two announcements to make sure that the books you know really take um, brighter to place and 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 uh, and also we wanted to create a bit of space so we can get some media attention around the, you know, around the the industry awards uh, separately. Yeah. The only exception to that is um, the uh, the rising star list will will come out uh, next week as well because I think the, the books and publishing people like to do an interview with all of the contenders for for that award. So it's the only sort of industry segment we'll release a little bit a little bit early.
1: Mm, I'm super excited about those rising stars. I'm thinking about who I might want to interview. <laughs> I like a rising star.
0: <laughs> well, we, we, we've nominated one from our company, so I can send her your way if you'd like to. Talk oh, that to...
1: Sounds great. All right. So a few important dates coming up and then of course the RBA Awards themselves. So that's very exciting. Now, can you tell me about the Ritual Award? I'm very much looking forward to interviewing the Matt Ritual Award recipient when that's announced, as well as some shortlisted authors from the Small Publishers Adult Book of the Year and Small Publishers um, Children's Book of the Year categories. Um, So can you tell me about the Ritchell Award?
0: Oh, sure. So uh, Matt, Ritchell, if your listeners don't know who he was, uh, he he was the um, the CEO of uh, Hachette in in Australia. Uh, He was a young Englishman who who, um, actually I had the uh, pleasure and honour of working with for a few years um, at Pan Macmillan in the the UK. Uh, He came back and had had a very, very successful career in, in Sydney. But um, tragically, um, was killed in a, in a surfing um, accident back in 2014 and left left a young family behind. And Matt was just, um, you know, an exemplary person, a really, uh, you know, a really outstanding example of young talent in the industry who, you know, rose to one of the top jobs in, in the Australian market anyway in a, in a very short space of time and was, you know, really quite, quite instrumental in, Showing what what kind of can be done in the uh, in the Australian industry, so I think it seemed fitting that um, you know there should be a war, an award in his name to honour uh, debut writers, um, and that that's specifically the the the, uh, the purpose of of that award. So um, yeah, it's it's a it's a great looking uh, shortlist. We've got some exciting new names there: Jesse, Two, Andrew Pippos, um Marley Silver and Rachel uh, Sarah um, have combined to do an illustrated book, My Tito, My Sister, uh, Nori Simpson, Vivian Pham, Amelia Meller, Eddie Jaku and Ewa uh, Ramsey. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who comes out right? comes out on top from that it category. Well,
1: I'm really looking forward to that as well. And the Ritual Awards, they have a sponsor, is that right?
0: Yeah, Simpson Solicitors has been a, have played a big role in um, copyright in, in Australia, managing legal... Uh, co- Publishing copyright and, and doing a lot of work managing legal matters on behalf of a um, number of the, the big publishers and they've been a really good sponsor uh, for for uh, for um, a number of a number of years now.
1: Fantastic. Is there anything else we need to know about the RBs? There's a lot coming up. Key dates coming up: twelfth, nineteenth, rising stars, twenty eighth. We've got the big night. Is there anything that we've missed, or anything else that you need to add?
0: Yeah, I, I guess I'd like to is, is extend the invitation to all your listeners, even if you're not in the industry. This is the first year you can come um, in person, uh, and if you if and, and if you're interested in in buying a ticket, you can do that through the um, through the Sydney Writers Festival um, website. It's, it's, it shows up there as one of the events as part of the, the Sydney Writers Festival. You can also book through the Australian Publishers Association website. I think it's fifty-five dollars for, for a ticket, um, and um, you'll get to meet, and greet, and rub shoulders with all the you know the, the, the best of the Australian the Australian industry. We'd love to see people there, and if not, do remember to tune in on the um, on the YouTube stream instead, because you'll get to see the best of the best of the the night there as well.
1: Absolutely, Dan. Well, I'm sold. I'll be getting my ticket and I'll see you there.
0: Awesome. <laughs> Danny, meeting in the flesh. Instead of I know.
1: It's so weird after the year of 2020 seeing everyone on a screen and then meeting people in person. It's very strange. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny what you get used to. You know, you get used to seeing people in this little frame.
0: <laughs> indeed, indeed. Shorts and T-shirt on here, so I hope you don't, I hope you don't mind. I'll be looking um, a bit smarter than you look, in person. I've
1: I, I've got a dress on, but I do have Ugg boots on, so.
0: Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> when
1: I'm at the podcast, yes, I've always got the Ugg boots on, even in summer. They're just really snuggly, so I like them. <laughs> yeah. Thank Uh, you so much, Dan, for your time. I I love talking about all these books and authors you've talked about. The RB Awards sounds so exciting and I'm glad you've been able to include so many more people this year because of what, you know, you had to do last year. So I'll be there in some shape or form, that's for sure. So thank you so much for your time.
0: You're welcome.